Every year, one thing is always predictable. Postage costs go up. Stamps.com gives you crazy discounts for up to 89% off USPS and UPS services, so your business will barely notice the change. Stamps.com has been indispensable for over 1 million businesses just like yours. It's like your own personal post office. No lines, no traffic, no waiting. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com code PROGRAM. Switching and saving with GEICO is easy, so you're free to ponder life's big questions. Like if a person can get discombobulated, does that mean the rest of the time they're just like combobulated? Are we humans always in a state of combobulation? Until, of course, something dramatic happens and we are discombobulated for a while. Then we go back to being combobulated. Yeah, that's probably how that works. Switch and save with GEICO. It's easier than you think. Finding the right person for the job isn't easy. Just ask someone who hired a monster truck driver to deliver pizza. And the neighbors are going wild. You can hear that engine from a mile away, Fran. And he's foregoing the driveway and heading right up the lawn and over the azaleas. What a power move. But if you've got an insurance question, you can always count on your local GEICO agent. They can bundle your policies, which could save you hundreds. With six-foot tires and a roll cage, this pizza guy could quite literally crush the competition. For expert help with all your insurance needs, visit geico.com local today. Hi there, this is Jim the Keys bartender. We're going to have two episode uh, 257s up there, and the first one was less than a second long because I accidentally filed that. I'll delete it um, later on. I guess I could delete it right now if I wanted to. Um, it's going to, um, I'm here with Joel from Virginia who's in his uh, COVID 19. Ex- exile from Spain in his daughter's <laughs> home in Virginia. Say hello. Hey. Hey. So, so how are you doing today? I'm so happy if that's all right. Yeah. Have, have you left the house yet? Oh, yeah. You have? Oh yeah, where have you gone? Well, I mean, there's, there's, um, so staying at my daughter's, she lives mm-hmm. in the development with her hubby. That's, um, I mean, it's, it's quite a large house, quite a large development. It's got, um, it's, it's right on, um, sort of the break line between uh, suburban and. Uh, Is it on the is it on the border of uh, Washington D.C. and Virginia? No, it's it's definitely in Virginia. It's about halfway out to uh, like the Blue Ridge uh, Parkway, Front Royal, that sort of thing. Let me um. So it's let me give a quick background. Joel is a friend of mine. I met he and his wife Gabby in Key Largo. They 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 winter in Key Largo several months, and the rest of the year uh, they they spend in Spain. Would that be correct? Yep. And you're both retired yep. psychologists. Right. And you had intended to go back to Spain, but you were rudely, very rudely 
interrupted by COVID-19 when you left here. Yeah, what, what date What date did you leave Key Largo? We left on the uh, 9th of February. 9th of February? And then we, yeah. And then we were in um, Baltimore visiting uh, kids. And then we went up to New York. Mm-hmm. We were going to catch our plane. But we had a few days to kill, and Gabby went up to uh, Westchester to see her mother, who's 98. And I went to Chinatown because I love Chinese food, you know. Yeah. So, And at that point in time, that was about the only place that wasn't getting hit Wait, with corona. So that was February... What date was that? Are you there, Joel? Yeah. What date was that? You said you left here February 9th? So you were up? No, no, February 29th. 29th, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I thought that was and a little then we Now, if yeah. you had left, if you had left then, could you still have gotten in Spain? Into Spain? Yeah. We, oh. we my hesitancy, really, was, well, we, first we were getting calls uh, from Spain, don't come back, you know, mm-hmm. friends. It was starting to get bad. It all happened very quickly and, you know, within you, and, and two, and three days. And let me add, you were probably used to hearing those calls anyway in regular circumstances. Where your so-called friend <laughs> would call you and tell you, that, please don't come back to Spain. Don't come back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but this was don't come back to Spain because things don't look so hot. Do you hear me? You are you? I think your uh, your your voice is dropping out. Really, I'm talking pretty loud. I don't okay. know why that is. Now I hear you. All right. So so what they mm-hmm. missed is saying. Your friends called you and told you not to come back because I guess Spain was starting to, right after Italy was starting to feel the effects of the stuff going on in. Uh, yeah, it was yeah. it was starting to look pretty bad. Yeah. And how far and is Mal- thing- and you you stay in Malaga, but the the central like New York City is here and northern Italy in Italy, uh, the. The uh, outbreak was centered strongly in Madrid, in Spain, right? Right. Yeah. And how far is Malaga from Madrid? Malaga. You dropped out again, man. I mean, it's it's at the southern tip of Spain, about three miles west of Gibraltar. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So Where it was and it was just starting just starting to look bad there. But the other thing was I was getting calls from my daughter here in Virginia mm-hmm. saying, um, you know, you can't go back there. Uh you must come down and be with us. Mm-hmm. So I she was very insistent. So, you know, it was like it was all ganging up. And and I wasn't so much concerned about going back to Spain because we have a we have a place that's sort of 
sequestered. You know, it's like a, you know, it's got a, a walls around it. Mm-hmm. It's off the main drag, you know, that kind of thing. I was more concerned about flying at 30,000 feet in the metal tube with recirculated air. Mm-hmm. That, was, that was my big concern. Mm-hmm. So anyway, that here we are. Okay. Well, yeah, I just wanted to give, in case someone, we, in case we had some new listeners to know what yeah. you're, you're going through. And you said, uh, so you've been there, when did you get to your daughter's house? Could you repeat that? You yeah. again. Like, I came down on like the 15th. Of March. Yeah. Okay. That's pretty much when the shit was going down here, too. In, in, yeah. Uh, no, exactly, yeah. In the Keys. We're uh, down there. And um, so so you've been in sheltering in place in, in Virginia, and uh, we're doing the same here. Well, right. I, the interesting thing is, uh, as opposed to things like Irma and other um, things that we've gone through, seminal events in, in American histories, this is being felt all over, and um, it's it's the reaction that's different uh, to people. But uh, the, the the local grocery stores uh, here originally uh, over, I guess, starting in uh, mid March. That's when we started seeing the hoarding about three and a half weeks yeah. ago, and then they started putting uh, restrictions on the amount of items people could take. And then they started doing like face guards, plastic face guards, uh, putting up at the register. And strangely, the supermarket change itself wasn't allowing the workers to wear gloves and masks or, you know, wasn't telling them to wear them, which I didn't quite understand why they wouldn't do that yeah and and the same as walgreens i i i don't know that but things have changed quickly now uh and i imagine that's in a lot of places now uh the same thing but at this Publix here today i went and i know they did this a couple days ago they closed down it's there's two entrances to the supermarket they one is an entrance and the other is an exit now so you can go in one side and you can leave the other and you must have a face mask when you enter the okay. supermarket wearing a face mask. Right. And all the aisles, all the regular aisles are one way. Yeah. So they're going up and down. Yeah. And some people aren't quite getting that. You know, they're not getting yeah, that. The same, the same here, but they're doing that, that kind of configuration. Yeah, we you know, can go would, through the market. Yeah, and they put up the caution yeah. tapes for six, six feet, and they're warning people, you know, you know, stand back and do all these things, which I think is pretty, pretty smart. Um, yeah. So um, the uh, yesterday, so so they they figure supermarkets are essential right now. It's really interesting. We did discuss last week that or the week before that liquor stores 
though may not be essential, they would cause a critical shortage of something people would become acutely uh, missing from their lives. You know, there's people that need that. That's one of those things. They have to have it. It's like cigarettes. Yeah. You divide it. If you, yeah. If you try to cut cigarettes off from people, they would just, they would literally break into the stores again because of, well, cigarette actually, the, the tobacco addiction is probably yeah. much more fierce. Um, I have a story about that, actually. Let's hear it. Um, well, for a while, I worked in the hospital for the in in uh, Maryland, and um, I wasn't there. I'd left already, but uh, so when it came into law that no smoking indoors, any place. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Well, they made the patients. They made the patients all all stop smoking. A dangerous uh, place it became mm -hmm. <laughs> overnight. You know, mm -hmm. must not take uh, cigarettes away from the criminal. Must give them something. Um, yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, that was <laughs> strange. Well, today, yeah. today when I went, um, it would appear it seems like it's busy, but then again, it's Easter weekend. Uh, there's less yeah. people. You don't see the families as much. Down in Key Largo, it used to be every weekend, you'd see people, yeah. like six or seven people gathered around one shopping cart, right. walking down the aisles. Now at most you have two people, um, right. which, you know, I, I would suggest that if you were, unless, you know, you couldn't trust that person or you were doing people shopping where you're going you go and get this stuff while i'm going getting this stuff to get out of there as quick as possible yeah. that makes sense but you're doubling right. your exposure uh but yeah. i went uh, I, I did something new today normally i would wear a handkerchief and wear it like uh you know western style, yeah, like a bandana like a bandit, like a bandit right yeah but i right. switched over to yeah. a surgical mask and i went into Publix and i went to get supplies because I told my daughter I make homemade macaroni and cheese today and I went yeah. out to get that and some of the things I need for tomorrow and I put the mask on and the mask was sitting in a drawer for a while and there must have been there's different material in the mask and things like that and it's been sitting around for a while it's clean it has been used but I put it on <clears> and there must have been dust or some kind of material on it because when I inhaled it, I got a bunch of stuff into my lungs. And I started getting these yeah. really, I mean, bad hacky coughs right there, right oh. in the dairy aisle of Publix on the right-hand side. <laughs> and I'm like leaning. And there's people around me. And I'm like, <clears throat> you know, cough. <clears throat> yeah. <clears throat> and I swear to God, it was like a, I was holding MTV a hand in front of me. Yeah, yeah. That, that that holy quick. shit, Joel! It's clearing it cleared that aisle, and some of those people were keeping yeah. an eye on me. They staying steering it clear away. But it was, yeah. frankly, because I wasn't used to using the mask, and it really dried out everything. Yeah. I mean, I went running today. I I have my seasonal allergies, and I always have some mm. kind of congestion going on. But I noticed mm. that people were very. Um, I guess vigilant about wearing masks now. They weren't wearing the stupid yeah. masks. I, I posted. Do that. 
there's people wearing paper bags, T-shirts, you know, just pulling the T-shirt up above yeah. their nose, which, you know, I, right. it's got to provide some, you know, if you sneezed or anything, it wouldn't, it would provide oh. some, some kind of protection where you're not expelling, you know, vapor. You do, yeah, you got, you do what you got to do. What, what, you know, what choice do you have? Yeah. Because yeah. there are shortages. I saw I saw a photo of them dragging uh, some guy off a bus in New York City. I think it was because he didn't have a mask. The police were dragging him off the bus. It was a little oh, yeah. violent, actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe more violent than it had to be. Yeah, the police were getting. I think the guy himself made it more violent by not. Right. Well, I well you don't know New New York City police the way I do. Well, I know they get like that too, but I mean, <laughs> they can be on a hair trigger under ordinary circumstances. You well, know? yeah, I guess I'd be really angry though if I had to go and pull someone because they say, "Listen, we just told you got a mask. There's got to be something around your house." Yeah, you know. No, look, don't don't get me wrong. I love the police, yeah. but they're they're already angry. Uh -huh. You know, and then and then you give them stress like this, you know. They, let's just say they're closer to the threshold. Uh -huh. You know, <laughs> no. Yeah. I grew up learning very early: never, never argue with a cop in New York. You know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yes. Yeah. 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 Well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean. That, but but all these things when we go out there, how quickly people are doing it. There was actually one of my uh, acquaintances, I was going to say friends, he's a fisherman, and he was, in the beginning, he was laughing about it, and now he's wearing a buff, over, you know, one of those fisherman buffs they wear. A lot of them, we were especially suited down here, because a lot of people have these face masks to protect themselves from the sun when they're on the boats. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and so they, they got them. They're walking around with these suckers on it. Yeah, sure. He's... he's He's at the back of his truck, and there's one of the workers from Publix there, and he has the buff around his face, and he's washing his hands, and it had to be like for 20 seconds. He's reaching into the bed of the truck. He must have water, and he has soap, and his hands are all lathered up, and I see him scrubbing his hands and stuff like that, and the guy's watching him, and I have no idea. I didn't want to spend a lot of time around there, but it was kind of funny. He just looked... Uh, I don't know what the yeah. story was about it. Like, are you doing it before you go in or are you after? And is he letting the guy go and do it? I don't know. If, um, he just says, oh, I got plenty of water and soap here. You want to, I, get, I just put my gloves on because I got out of the car. And that's yeah. funny how people ride around in the cars. I mean, they made a comment. People get, getting in their car and wearing it, uh, the mask and then right. the gloves. I imagine if you're an Uber driver, that makes sense, right? Yeah, I mean, but the, well, the gloves when you're driving, <clears throat> it's your steering wheel, and if you don't know enough to sanitize your steering wheel, and then if you go out, if you wear your gloves and touch stuff, I mean, if you're wearing yeah. the gloves, you, you you put the gloves when you leave your car, and you take your gloves off before you get back in your car. That would be, yeah, that would the logic behind it. But if you go out and touch a bunch of stuff and then get back in the car with the gloves, 
uh, I guess as long yeah. as you're wearing the gloves, you take the gloves off before you end. I mean, there's a whole lot of other things. And then you're picking up your phone and your wallet and shit like that. But uh, there's a couple things I was thinking about. Um, uh, I was watching a show and they talk about the death of the handshake for our culture. Yeah. That. Well, I'll um, tell you, when I was, um, you know, before everything broke and came down. Okay, I'm not hearing China. anything. Yes. Really? Yeah. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm talking regular. Yeah. Now I hear you. Okay. Well, um, you know, you're on Skype, right? Yeah. Skype is, Skype is Skype is not there are too many people skyping, so it breaks up a lot now. Um, but anyway, so you know, when I was in Chinatown before I came down here, mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> I just wanted to let Chinese people know that I that I wasn't prejudiced, you know, because that was that was going on because it came out of Wuhan, China. Okay. So, um, so I was just walking up to random Chinese guys and uh, trying to hug them, just Are you to serious? show them no, that you're I kidding. You're kidding. that it wasn't. Oh wait, what if and they went out they to were a like, Korean? What if they were? That... What if they were Korean? Yeah, definitely. Wouldn't you be sending the wrong message, saying uh, you'd be sending the message where I really don't know the difference between a Chinese, Korean, uh, Thai. Or Malay, Malayan. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, but this, I was in Chinatown. It was, you know, it was Chinese. But, um, you know, would I hug a North Korean? I don't know. How would you know? I'm not sure. Oh, I, I wait a second. Now you're really splitting hairs. There's, I mean, how would you tell the difference? Tell the difference between a North Korean and South Korean? Yeah, I, I yes. Like someone from Kentucky or Ohio. What's the difference, you know? I don't know. Yeah. So uh, North Koreans North Koreans to look a little angrier. And thinner? Are you saying they're thinner? <laughs> thinner. Yeah, no, the North Koreans look a little angrier. So the way you combat the negative press Chinese at the beginning, you would go up and hug random Chinese people in Chinatown. Well, I say I tried, but they fought me unsolicited, off. Unsolicited, unsolicited, oh, these Most are unsolicited the hugs. Yes, of course, unsolicited. You come up behind somebody you know, and start hugging no, them? No, in front, no, 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 I, no, I'm a front guy. Okay, and women and men? Yeah, I'm a front, well, men. Men, okay. Yeah, women, women might take it the wrong way. Yeah, okay. That's you know. When um, but I but I, I what I'm saying is I wasn't quite successful because they all kept like feeding me off. Uh-huh. What are you doing? What are you, get, get out? But you is know. that is hugging isn't their thing, is it? I guess not. Hugging. That's one of my list and uh, things like. Hugging people, huggy people. They're going to have to do something. I mean, you're. I'm a hug. 
Yeah, huggy people. No, man. I'm 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 a hugger. I'm a psychologist. Uh-huh. I hug trees. I hug, I hug everything. Well, you know? if let's say you're you're meeting someone in a social situation, we did this show a couple of weeks uh, months ago about the yeah. uh, the kissing people that kiss. Uh, well, the double, that's, the that's double a big kiss, thing. the Spanish thing, kiss on uh, one kiss on each cheek. Oh yeah, it's a European thing. Yeah, well that thing's probably gone. Yeah, that's that's way gone. That's way gone. Um, <laughs> that's way gone. Yeah, but the you single the kiss, of... and I have to say, doubly the double kiss, <clears throat> or any face lick. Well, lick. it's a, it's the double it's the double cheek. Occasionally it goes to a triple, but that's getting intimate. Yeah, I mean yeah. there are people but, that kiss on the lips too, and, and when they're drinking, they yeah. go right they go right to the lips, and uh, and disgusting. guys too. Oh my God, it's incredible. It's, Two months ago, it's disgusting, it's, disgusting, Jim. <laughs> yeah, it's disgusting. Well, um, man. well, we talking about the handshake. The handshake was, um, if you think of the um, Dale Dale Carnegie. How to win friends, and he had a whole section on the handshake. The handshake. Yeah, firm handshake. How to do the handshake? Look them in the eyes. Yes. Uh, a, you know, right. very pleasant greeting. Yes. Yeah, and confident, a confident greeting well, uh, yeah. was. Yeah. But that's, that's by the way, you know, that's fall by the way, the wayside. If you've seen a YouTube that's, that's, video, that's like, what? That's like last century. Yeah, it is. It's a, oh, way a last century. Well, even in the beginning, I mean, it, up until a year or two years ago, there's teachers. You see these teachers in inner city schools, and they learn. Um, what do they learn? They learn like uh, they have 30 students, and they have an individual handshake for each one. Individual handshake where they remember each handshake. Hmm. Like fifty unique yeah. handshakes, like uh, it may, it's amazing, and that's got to be gone. The high five, the high five is is done. Uh, the um, I saw, I saw, I saw. My pulmonologist, I have bad lungs. I saw my pulmonologist, mm -hmm. and um, this is before the whole thing went down. It's more that first week of March, and. Uh, For my fist bump, you know, and he was he was elbow elbow bump. I don't even think you can do that. He needs six feet, right? Elbow bump. Well, that's social distancing. Yes. Now. Yeah. So yeah. the replacements. So what the replacements for the was the elbow and fist bump before the social distancing, right? And the foot tap, where yeah. people, where you stand off and you tap, you know, put your foot out, tap twice, tap twice on either side. Um, there's uh, the Japanese greeting, you know, bowing. Bowing from the waist. Right. That's that's probably a pretty that's good cool. one to do. Yeah, that, that one's cool. I, yeah, you do it from a little further yeah. away because you're going to... Depending on how tall you are, you get a little within that six feet. Yeah. 
Uh, hey, Jim, have have you been to uh, Japan? No, I haven't. Oh, man, make it, um, put it on your uh, list. Bucket list? Japan's one of the greatest places to ever visit. Well. It's just, it's just, it's the closest you ever get to being off planet. You know, it's like, it's like a really different culture, but mm-hmm. in small ways, and it's very user-friendly, but mm-hmm. it's just the trip of a lifetime. That's, a, that's my... Oh. Well, I will take that, I will take that uh, advice to put yeah. your hand on my bucket yeah. list. I have that, it, it always has kind of been there for me, uh, Japan. Okay, we're going to get back to this uh, uh, replacement. The foot tap, the bowing from the waist. That's a good one, I think. <laughs> Namaste, yeah. the, the hands. Namaste. Supine, uh, Brindia. Position, yeah. you know, Namaste. It's yeah. kind of a modified right. bowing. And, uh, yeah. Do you know what that to... means, by the way? What? Do you know what... Yeah, my, my soul recognizes your soul. Uh, something like that, you know. What, what is, say re- you're recognizing the divinity in the other person. Literally means they are souls he joined. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Just a bit Yeah, I, I thought it was more of an acknowledgement of your each person's divinity. Um, there's the Fonzie, the Fonzie, you know? You know no, Fonzie, you what's that? He never shook hands, you know? And he did it, he <clears> did it way, he used a double thumbs up, and he kind of leaned back, you know? When Fonzie on Happy Days, he did the lean back. Okay, yeah, no. Hey, yeah, I didn't know that. Lean, lean back, he leaned back, so <clears> added <throat> social distancing, double thumbs up. Yeah. I mean... It was very enthusiastic greeting. You know, people thought it used to be cool. Yeah. But, uh, oh, okay. Oh, Abby, you could just tell me. Come on. Yeah. I love it. Oh, I mean, right. Abby is like going the, to Winn-Dixie. Okay. Joel and sure. Abby say hello. Okay. What? Switching and saving with GEICO is easy. So you're free to ponder life's big questions. Like if a person can get discombobulated, does that mean the rest of the time they're just like combobulated? Are we humans always in a state of combobulation? Until of course something dramatic happens and we are discombobulated for a while. Then we go back to being combobulated. Yeah, that's probably how that works. Switch and save with Geico. It's easier than you think. Isn't it fun to your judge? What? Party? <laughs> Isn't it Fonzie? Fonzie. Fat Fonzie. Fonzie. Yeah. Fondue. Fondue, no, no. Fondue is not socially acceptable because <laughs> you, you'd be, you're, well, I mean, yeah, that's, I guess you could. That's right. Fondue would be as no, long no. as you're not double dipping and you're using a, a new uh, uh, stick each time. No, big man. We, we did this. Gabby, Gabby was was uh, Gabby's great at this sort of thing. She's so uh, socially hip, but she suggested that the four of us 
do a, uh, for the first time we did this, we did a happy hour together, you know, and so, and we had a number of different dips. He had, uh, yeah, um, and we had chips. Well, that would be, if you had dips. No, no, wait, 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 Joel, you don't have to explain. If you say you had dips, I'm going to assume you had chips. Hello? Okay. Now it went blank right there. Nope. I missed that. Uh, we, we all agreed. You all agreed on this, the social convention and not double dipping? I didn't, I missed no, the whole not thing. Double, yeah, not double dipping. You know, so, as close as we are. One dip. Family. One, one dip. One dip, uh, per, yeah, one dip per chip. Yeah, yeah. You right. just got to get a lot on there, you know. Or there's the <laughs> thing right. where you just get you take yeah. a spoon and take the dip and put it on your plate. No. Right. Civilized, Jim. What? Yeah. Well, okay. I, say See, I missed, Wait, I missed half that... of it. I missed half. If it sounded like I was stepping on your lines, it's because there was no sound coming. No, I was just saying. Like there's no sound coming right We're now. We're not that. That we would use a spoon for dipping, you know. Oh, sophisticated, did you say? Yeah. Okay. You, oh, yeah. you don't eat, you don't eat a candy bar or a donut with a knife and fork? <laughs> Who does that? No, Mr. Mr. Pitt. Tell me, who does that? Mr. Pitt Where? and Seinfeld. What do you eat it with your hands? <laughs> George Costanza. George Costanza yeah. did that with the Yankees. He started eating a candy bar <laughs> with a knife and fork. Uh, uh, a Milky Way bar, uh, or a Three Musketeer bar with a, a knife and fork. <laughs> so, we, one, one of the things we did when we landed here is we have HBO, uh-huh. and um, my partner, I'll be gave them our HBO, yeah, yeah. right uh-huh. Enthusiast. Oh, Curve, you're enthusiastic. Larry David. Yes. He, he really, he's the brains behind the side. Yes. More twisted parts of the Well, let's get back to these social greetings. I need to get, I, we need to get one that you think is suitable. Did, um, how about the head nod? How how you doing? You're you're kind of like that. How you doing? Kind of, your your head nod. Yeah, how you doing? Yeah. Informal. Yeah, that's yeah. I, you know that's uh, I think that's very. And you're eating away from each other now. Yeah. Or the hand, somebody. How about the on the path? An enthusiastic hand wave, like Forrest Gump. Lieutenant Dan, Lieutenant uh, Dan, Lieutenant Dan. You know what I mean? A big hand wave. <laughs> what do you think? Not my cup of tea. Not your cup? How about the single or double hand is a gun? You know, hey, like pointing at you with the hand as a gun. Not a gun in per se, but people, you know, they do with the... The hand gestures, 
is looking at you or double ones game. Hey, how you doing? And yeah. You got, the th- you got the thumbs up and yeah. your fingers pointed out and the three fingers pointed out. That's a double handgun thing. Hey, you. Hey, you. Like that. Yeah. That's, I you like that one. The, I think that's the equivalent of, if you go back to real handshakes, that's the equivalent of like a double handshake, you know. You're, you're handshaking, and then you put your other hand on the top of the oh, hand. Oh, their bicep shaking. or on their forearm. Forearm, too. Yeah. So Bill Clinton. It's, it's just, Bill Clinton it, it, was. It's, a, it, it, it's called a glad hander. It, that's called a yeah, glad hander. Right. That was when you right. like you, you, you take their hands. And, oh, it's a pleasure. A pleasure to meet you. And you take yeah, it. That's, and you're not doing a whole hard handshake. You're doing the other one, and it's touching someone. It's like really intimate. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And and it's and it's and it's uh, really, it's like the opposite of cool. Yeah. 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 The opposite of cool. Yep. The okay. opposite of cool. How about right. how about with your hands, at your sides. No head movement or facial movement, and. Total verbal. You know? Yo. Nice like to meet yo. you. Nice to nice to meet you. Don't move <laughs> your head. Don't blink your eyes. I think that would very be, Yeah. Very very flat affair. Yes. Right? But yeah. straightforward. Straightforward. Don't blink your eyes. Yeah. Arms straight down. Don't move your head. Yeah. Yeah. Just like Not when a, you meet someone, something you come totally still. Yeah. And your stillness yeah. is your is your sincerity. Well, I think, but I think that one is is beyond cool, and maybe even venturing on to the spectrum. Oh, like oh, really? Very autistic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm coming next time. Kind of, kind of flat. Yeah. How about this? If we're next time you're in Key Largo. Yeah. We will do a sampling of these. The handshake yeah, we'll will be. We'll I mean, do if that. we're doing, if we're packing we'll the handshake, then we're we're probably we're going to really be thinning out the herd, if if it's still kissing and hugging. Yeah. No, I think they're trying to get into catch. You know. Let's let's um, let's do that whole first uh, session, or whatever you would call it, mm-hmm. as as if we're both on the spectrum. Okay. Yeah. Just stop. And we just <laughs> just you know totally avoidant and uh, you know no, barely right. well, acknowledging each other. Well, on the spectrum, you wouldn't look at people in the eyes, though. Yeah. You'd no, be looking over their you know. shoulder. I had a friend of mine. <laughs> I had a friend of mine, I won't say his name, and he was a naval, he became a naval officer. He would not look you in the eyes. Right. Never look you in the eyes. Just can, just, uh, he, he, he was absolutely brilliant. <laughs> but he, he just yeah. couldn't, he couldn't look you in the eyes. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, but he could fire missiles. Yes, <laughs> on a submarine. <laughs> like nobody. A sub officer. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. 
talk about that social distancing. Okay, now I'll think about first dates now. Think of how this affects first dates. Say again? How this affects first dates. First date of first date. First dates. Date. Oh. D-A-T-E. Yeah. Right. I have now, a story about that, too. Yeah, there's hugging, there's kissing. You know, there's a kiss on the cheek. Well, it, it takes the pressure off a lot of times now. There's no, like... You know, why didn't they say, well, we oh, gotta yeah. know, you got to know who the person is. It's like you're yeah. either, okay, you're all in, right? I mean, if you're going to kiss someone on the cheek, you might as well have sex. Because you're putting right. almost, oh, God. Right. I'm going to open it's a can of worms with yeah. that one, I think. <clears throat> but I think it makes it easier <clears throat> for the casual sex people. Because they right. were putting themselves at risk anyway. Here's a, hey, Jim, there's a header I saw in, in uh, you know, online somewhere <clears throat> where they were insisting that Czech, uh, Czechoslovakian nudists yeah. wear masks. Okay. Really? Well, I mean, <laughs> no, well, I mean, it is an air, it's a, it's a, it's a pulmonary disease, so... You would get it from yeah. the lungs. It wouldn't be like it wouldn't be like I know. Your, a vagina spray or you know. Uh, no, no. Uh, uh, I'm, uh, I would have. Yeah, I know. I'm. I'm. I'm saying we we just elevated from uh, STDs, right? Yeah. You know, that's old school. I know. Well, I, re, I we lived through the '80s. I mean, in the '80s, you were <laughs> you were married, right? You survived the '80s. You were married huh? in the '80s. Oh yeah. Okay, I was single uh, m most of the time, meaning not in a monogamous relationship with, with women. Not that it matters. Yeah. And I was pretty, uh, I have to say, I was a pretty good practitioner using a condom and all my okay. encounters. And the only reason I couldn't say always is because of my drinking habit, right? But then yeah. again, I always felt if I drank a lot, I don't think anything was going to happen. There was not going to be any intimacies occurring anyway. Yeah. But I knew some yeah. guys that said, no, I don't like uh, And I go, in the 80s, I can understand guys in maybe the late 90s and stuff. But I figure by then, it's always going to be condoms. Oh, yeah. Yeah, when Elaine <clears throat> started talking about someone being sponge-worthy, sponge-worthy, there's STDs. Well, right. the, I, the, I think my memory of the 80s is that uh, the biggest concern was really herpes, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, there still was AIDS. We didn't, you didn't know. There wasn't um, a uniform description on how AIDS until later in the 80s. Right? Yeah, exactly. And, right. and, and, then, and then there were people just like... Um, there were people that lied about their intimacies, like how they were, where they went, how many partners they had. You know, yeah. uh, the, uh, the people that infrequently had sex rarely contracted the items, you know, uh, the diseases, the STDs. Yeah. And they didn't have to lie. Right. And then, but the people that really lied were the people that had, they had so many reckless encounters. And uh, I, 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 was, I was borderline... I was borderline, like, 
um, not quite like an NBA player, right? But, but like, I had like I, I had to say I had my share. You know, but not not quite like Will. No, not like Will. Not like Will. And yeah. you know what? I mean, God bless him. Um, not th- that I admire that. Uh, how do you? I mean, after a certain amount of encounters, how much? It, uh, getting back to the original topic, how much does it become like shaking hands? <laughs> right. Yeah. That's a certain amount yeah. of times when you had it so many times, you go and say, yeah. oh, Jesus, I mean, you, you eat ice cream every yeah. day. Uh, so that. I guess those those were like those early warning signs. It was. I mean, I always thought like corona, I had such right? a varied, yeah. I had such a varied history with women yeah. that I was, when I was ready to, uh, settle down. I was ready yeah. to settle down. I mean, still doesn't stop you from yeah. being interested in and and, and you know your fantasy. Your your mind yeah. is a, is is a great right. uh, playground. The imagination is a great playground for that stuff. But I mean, if you had enough experience, you could play the tape forward and you see. Well, I know what exactly what I kind of know what would happen right here. I mean, it'd be a little different. They look a little different. You know, may have a. You know, I had some great partners, but not so great partners. I'm sure they thought the same things about me. And and that's how I'm able to, uh, uh, you know, uh, you know, live my monogamous night life. And, and plus, getting older helps, too. And, yeah. uh, you know, yeah. these people that just have one or two partners, uh, you know, that I can see how yeah. it would be really difficult for them. You know. Myself, I was a, uh, I was a braggart, you know. So okay. I was like, I, I would be like, oh man, I've had so many. We, we better use a condom. Oh yeah, he said. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was definitely a braggart. You're. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> well, I always thought that you better, you better, you. you I mean, it's always better. To uh, uh, the, the people, uh, they mentioned that the R system for this, the COVID nineteen, was like yeah. the death was made. Um, the R, no, it, the R for it, how many people? You don't know how many people. One person infects how many other people, and it could be kind of right. high. It could be two point eight or more. Yeah. Uh, for this, or, or it could be even higher. Uh, yeah. But the the, the mortality rate. Uh, what two percent or higher, and people say, "Well, that's not that high." You know, we one in fifty chance, and you know, if you were playing a, a bet on a, a in Las Vegas, it's not a really good, yeah, not a really good chance yeah. bet. But if you had a bowl mm. of one hundred M and M's, and you know that two of those M and M's would kill you, would you eat the M and M's? No. Yeah. I would. Oh, you would? Oh, yeah. <laughs> you're living on the edge. That's why you're you're a musician. You know? Yeah, Eminem. Yeah, Eminem. <laughs> I mean, are you serious? Talking? There was like two of those what, 100 we where, where it could kill you, you would eat them. <coughs> as you cough. 
Eminem the rapper? That no, no. That's a, you know oh. what his real name is, right? Um, Thurgood Marshall or yeah, something. Close. Very good, very good. Marshall Mathers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and a uh, cross between Thurgood <laughs> Marshall and the guy that played Le- Leave It for uh, uh, Be- uh, Beaver, Thurgood Marshall and Jerry Mathers. Yeah, you know what? There you I, go. That's why I would be always yeah. excellent at uh, yeah at Jeopardy. There, there you go. Your your uh, your fund of knowledge is is incredible, Jim. It is. Are you? Is there anything you don't know? <laughs> There's a lot yeah. of things I don't know. You're like, oh, man, no, you're the answer man. <laughs> you know, I have a question. I don't know. I mean, I, it's a toss-up. Maybe I'd go Google. Maybe I'd go Jim. I don't oh. know. <laughs> I, I would always go Google at first. You know? <laughs> That's true. Yeah, don't bother yeah. me. Is that what yeah, you're yeah. saying? <laughs> yeah, don't, yeah. Yeah. I think I go Google first. Well, listen, we got to the. Oh, I did not mention. I want to mention. We have a, a yep. sponsor. Uh, it, it's more of a affiliate. I mean, when I say sponsors, someone allows us to have a link on our show. And do you right. drink? Uh, do you ever drink prosecco? What? Do you ever drink prosecco? Um, what is that? What is, that it's a, it's a sparkling great. white wine. It's kind of like, uh, it's not a champagne because champagne oh, yeah. has to be, right. but Prosecco no, no, is along the have, lines of that. From Italy? Yes. Is that Italian? Yes. Yeah. We have, we call that Cava in okay. uh, Spain. Well, there's this yeah. sponsor called Bellissima, Bellissima, and mm-hmm. it's a vineyard, uh, that is, uh, uh, Christy Brinkley is a partner in, and it's all well, organic, and it's Prosecco and sparkling white wines, and you yeah. also have a low sh- uh, low and no sugar alternatives, and if you went to mm-hmm. com and went to yeah. the sponsors page, there's a link for Bellissima Wines. It's also under United Spirits, but... Um, they're one of the providers, Bellissima Wines. And if you want to show some love for the show, and if you like Prosecco and Sparkling Wines, you can check out their products and order some. Okay. They've got some great deals. And they're also contributing, I think right now, for orders. They're consider- uh, making a nice, sizable chunk of right. any of the purchases to um, uh, the recovery effort for uh, COVID-19. So cool. that's a good thing. Yeah, and yep. then we yeah, and actually, I am in the. Uh, we are now in the marketing age, with the podcast. No doubt. Yeah. No doubt. So, which is we, changing very quickly. Yes. Yes. Given the yes. circumstances, yeah. Yes. Yes. We do the shows and all that stuff, and since I have you on, yeah, I think you're very candid, and I can we can talk. What does your next week look like? Oh man, I have no idea. Um, you know the the um, uh, Vedantic Hindus uh, have a saying uh, that goes like this. Um, <laughs> how does it go? I'm blocking right now. 
Uh, no, it, it's like um, the only thing you, uh, uh, yeah, um, looking into the future is like driving a car where the only thing you have to guide you is what you can see in the rearview mirror. Unless you're driving backwards. Unless you're in reverse? Yes. Is that what you're saying? Yes. <laughs> Have we done that yet? Yes. That's a good one. That's a Thank good you. one. And uh, I think that it, I think it, uh, you know, we should send that out to some physicists. Okay, we should do a preliminary. But, uh, what, what, so let's, uh, <laughs> what, if today is Saturday, would you like to do it this is. again? Your preliminary when? day. Let's pick a day like Monday or Tuesday. Yeah. Um, hmm. What about um, what about Wednesday? Does Wednesday work? Wednesday works. We'll do it on okay. Wednesday. Let's okay. Say, let's say Wednesday. Yep. Just, I had I had kidding. a uh, earlier in the week. I had uh, a reporter from the Key West uh, Citizen. Cool. Jill. Uh, Jill. <laughs> Jill, Jill Zima. Oh, God, what's uh-huh. her last name? Jill Zima. Uh, I got her last name. I'll put it on this. It was episode 254 or 255. I had Jill on air from the Key West uh, Citizen, and we talked, uh, we did a lot of heavy keys stuff. But uh, we're yeah. going to have Joel back. And since Joel, you know the keys. And oh, yeah. And the last thing I wanted, uh, since we left, I was riding my bike, and remember the fireworks uh, uh, store and at one o one o six one o seven Phantom Fireworks. Sort of, kind of, yeah. Yeah, I was driving by, and I thought uh, only essential. I saw there were still some stores that were open. I don't understand why they were open. Like there was a sale yeah. shop that was open. They made special yeah, yeah. boats. And and then I thought, I looked at the Phantom. I looked at the adult store, and I thought the adult store, the sex shop, I thought that yeah. may be an, that definitely may be essential service for some oh, people. particularly now. Especially during a quarantine. With the I no, mean, you should definitely not no allow touchy. people return anything yeah. from that. But what? <clears throat> yeah. With the no touchy thing. No it, touchy you know. thing, yeah. There's, uh, and I'm, not, I'm, not trying to be, I'm not trying to be, but dildos, vibrators, anal beads, uh, all these yeah. things that people can use as surrogates, yeah. blow up dolls and all this stuff. It's so, I mean, how important you know, that be? With, right with those uh, anal beads, uh, Jim, they'll throw in a slingshot uh, for free. <laughs> a slingshot? Yeah. Oh my God, that's uh, with the anal beads. For free. Well, I was I was thinking of the fireworks yeah. company, and I said, not essential, but and and it drives my dogs nuts. My dog, uh, my dog nuts. But yeah. I swear to God, I could really enjoy some fireworks going to a field right now and miss messing <laughs> with fireworks right now, like some bottle rockets, yeah. some roaming yeah. candles. Oh, yeah. I mean, were you like that as a kid? I don't know. It's it's hard for me to get back to that. But I had I did have a thought My. that uh, maybe maybe you could have a new essential business that would be like a combination of uh, um, 
six toys, and fireworks. fireworks. Putt plugs and firecrackers. Yeah. Something right. like that. Butt plugs yeah, and something like, something like and, that. And just just to keep people's activity level up. Yeah, yeah. You can just fire uh, off fireworks. You know, it could be like one of those those uh, um, poppers. Yeah. The poppers they have on on Christmas Day <laughs> in England where you pop something and a little gift comes out. That's right. A little right. like crown yeah. or something like that. And yeah. it could be a fireworks go off and then all of a sudden you got a parachute coming down. And in it, yeah. a little package of anal beads but, but, or some and, kind of lube yeah. or something yeah. like that. What a large, actually a large package of a large anal pack. beads. Unlucky. You know? Then you have to have a big... I mean, I'm just, you know... I know. Well, I'm not good at measurements. I I just, you know... Well, you know what? I You're a professional. <laughs> you know what fits, uh, Joel. I know that. So Yeah. <laughs> Always professional. Yes. I never, I never, I never take off that mask, Jim. You okay. know me. Oh, that's funny. You said mask. You end the show with the mask because we have the paper bag <laughs> mask on there. Well, Joel, thank you very much. Okay. Always Give a pleasure. Give your best to uh, Gabby, uh, Megan, do. And Trent. Yeah. And, and Abby uh, and your daughter. And, yep. I got their names, right? Yeah. Okay, and you have a good one. Uh, you too. Have a good happy hour. Yeah. yeah. Indeed. All right, and, and uh, so Wednesday, right? Wednesday, same time, same channel. 3.30? 3.30. Got you, man. I'll see you, Joel. Take care till then. Okay, you too. Bye. Bye. Okay. Yeah. Hey, you almost wasted an entirely good hour with us, but uh, and sorry about any of the uh, the sound. Uh, you know, sometimes you got to take the good with the bad when it comes to Skype. But we'll be back in a couple days. I'll probably do a show on Monday, and we'll definitely do one on Wednesday, and probably another one on Thursday. Um, it's not entirely necessary for you to listen uh, live, but we'll put you in the show live. Uh, the, my thinking behind it, I'll repeat again, is that if I do a live show and it's not up to snuff, there's nothing I could do about it. I just got to let it go. And if I ponder the uh, a uh, show uh, that's recorded, sometimes I may not post it. So this way I'm, I'm certain to put it out. And I apologize if you think it's slipshod, but it's the way I operate. And also, once again, if you want to show some love, uh, go to our website, www.keysbartender.com. Go to sponsors, and we got a link for Bellissima Wines, and we get a portion of all their sales from that. So that helps support the show. And also, if you uh, on that website, you can find our email. It's jim at keysbartender.com. Send me a message if you have any suggestions for topics. Contact me on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. Uh, so uh, for now, we're going to be signing off, and uh, we're going to do some of that. I don't know if you like the music, but I like hearing it. Oh, let's say hi to Tina right here. I hope you didn't find me this way. You're an asshole! You're loud, Tina. And then here. <laughs> She's so loud, but then we're signing off right now.
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.